Hello you fine beasts and welcome to episode 82 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. We're not sitting in our normal seats this week. I'm sitting where Katie sits and Katie's sitting where I'm sits. What? <laughs> what did I just say? It's been such a long time, Fetchies. So no podcast last week. The one before that was a pre-recorded one from the Open Water Swimmers. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, so it's, it feels like it's been quite a long time since mm. we've sat down and done this. It but does. Um, anyway, before I ramble on, let me tell you that Fetch Everyone is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. And that also some websites put their best features behind a paywall. Some, they even put their not very good features behind a paywall. <laughs> it's their choice. That's what they do. It is not what we do. Isn't that right? I can't confirm or deny this. <laughs> I can tell by the look in your eyes that I'm you just want department. me to move on. <laughs> yes, I am the legal department. Move okay. on from this now. Anyway, so um, this is the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast and you are most welcome indeed. So um, I'm joined here by my wife and Kara, the lovely Katie. How are you doing, Katie? And uh, do your thing. Say your, say your thing. Go on. I'm here. Yay. Um, I'm here and I think you're more of my carer than I'm your carer. Oh. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we've had an interesting couple of weeks, haven't we? We sure have. It's been it's been a bit of a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah. In many ways, in some minor ways, in some major ways, but we're we're getting on with it, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing all right. Battling so, on. So you have, have fully stopped shivering now. Is that safe to I've say? I've fully stopped shivering. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm all good. I've had a couple of swims since um, since Coniston now, and uh, both of them where I was a little bit chilly afterwards. And um, I had a lake swim on Saturday morning and um, I was in for about just over 40 minutes, I think, about 42. And um, got dressed, got all my layers on, including a scarf, a bobble hat, a dry robe um, and um, my nice furry, um, what are these called? Crocs. You want me to look through the table to understand that you're <laughs> wiggling my, your look feet at, at my me. feet. Look at my right. feet through the table. Um, and when everyone else arrived in LC2's garden, they seemed to be in shorts and dresses, and I was thinking, they're very underdressed. Um, but I suspect I was just very overdressed. Um, so, yeah, getting into the sort of more autumnal swimming conditions now. I guess we'll be mm-hmm. doing a bit more shivering through the season, really hoping to keep it going this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, what was the question? <laughs> anyway, it's just like, you know, to, you know, give us a little bit of a catch up on how you're doing. <laughs> and so tell us about your training and and usually it all just hangs off at, doesn't it? Okay, I've made the mistake of turning my pad of paper over onto my list for today rather than my list for the... <laughs> the thing yeah so I've had a bit of a I guess this is probably my body just reacting to having done a big event um but uh and maybe it's also the sort of hormonal time of my life I guess I'm perimenopausal and maybe I'm starting to get the effects of that in my muscles and joints but anyway I did a run which is quite a short run to my physio and back 
um, at the beginning of last week. And then I did a yoga session, which has, uh, yogis will know this move, it's called the half moon. And it's a move where you're, you're bent forwards, you have one leg on the ground and one leg kind of up in the air. And then in order to do the full, full moon, half moon. Does this involve butt cheeks anyway? <laughs> The full half moon. <laughs> oh dear, the yogis are going to be just like yeah, face in hands at this. Anyway, to do the full move, you then kind of have to twist your pelvis so that you're on one leg and your tummy is facing the wall yeah and your leg is up in the air and one leg is on the ground one hand is pointing towards the ground one hand is pointing towards the ceiling and then you're supposed to sort of balance it anyway i've done this move before to varying degrees and on this occasion i just felt my back go thunk at the <laughs> at the moment of, of sort of twisting the pelvis round and uh, i could tell straight away that it wasn't a good thunk so I've I've actually had a really careful week because of that, um, and I've been mainly walking and gentle swimming, which has been really lovely actually. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of it as more about the journey than the the volume, hmm. the training at the moment. Trying to think of it as more that than. Yeah. You've been trying to collect your fetch point bugs, haven't you? Yeah, so I've been I've been doing bug hunting and um, Stephen and I had a five mile walk together yesterday, um, which took in, I think, four of my bugs um, and obviously a, a visit just outside the circle, which for anyone who did the Bedford Bridges Challenge, the Otter Bridge takes me just outside my, my fetch point mile. So that's quite nice. And for anyone that did the Bedford Bridges Challenge and were part of the small group that did the Birthing Bridge photo, the Birthing Bridge is currently closed and has been replaced by a kind of... Well, these newfangled things. Sterile-looking metal bridge, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think we'd be able to recreate that picture does again. Does it have stirrups? <laughs> don't think it does. I don't know. I had a little bit of a kind of Paddington hard stare at it through the um, through yeah. the blockades um, while I waved my arm in the direction of my fetch point bug, which was on Cardington Road across the other side of the river. And I just I thought, oh, that's all that lovely kind of character from that bridge gone now. Yeah. It was a lovely little wooden bridge, wasn't it, over a, over a weir? Yeah, I still remember the... Um... The railway bridge in near the cottages where I was born and the village that we lived in um, for quite a long time and the same village that the school I went to was in and all of those things and they had a lovely sort of iron bridge there and, and then they replaced it with one of these ones where you can't actually see the trains off if you stand yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Um, you can't dangle your legs through it. You can't get any sort of... No. Uh, you know, you can't get rabies by licking the metal. None of that. It's all mm. all safe and yeah. sturdy and, and everything, yeah. and, and not scary in any way. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a shame. But yeah. It, I guess it is, like it was at the point where it needed it. I guess it was a safety issue, or they wouldn't have done it. But um, yeah, it's a bit a bit of a shame. So um, so yeah. So I've had some walking. Um, I haven't done any yoga since the thunk, but I'm gonna 
brave myself to get back to that. Brave yeah. myself. I'm going to brave myself. Yeah. I'm imagining that half moon as a kind of sort of Bruce Lee has just kicked a fly off your uh, top of your head and yeah. he's holding the pose. That sort of thing. That sort of, yeah. Yeah. I won't be doing that. Not for a bit. No. Okay. Cool. What about you? Well, I'm continuing to um, do this thing that I've been doing, um, which is to be running more than 20 miles a week every week. So I've, I've now up to 10 weeks where I've managed to do that. Uh -huh. um, my average is probably about 22, 23. Um, but I'm, I'm just enjoying the consistency of that. Um, yeah. So I'm doing a, a long run, which is typically 10 miles. Um, then I'm doing a tempo run and uh, just a whatever I fancy run. Um, and that's quite easily adding up to, to 10, uh, to 20 miles between all of that. Mm -hmm. And um, in doing all of the, the tempo runs and probably the long runs helping as well, I've been trying to focus on my benchmarks. And I know I've gone on about this in the podcast before, but I'm just really loving the whole benchmark system as a way of working my way back towards um, you know, my, my better times. And I, I even sent a, um, a weekly newsletter out to all the fetchies to like point them at benchmarks because particularly with no racing, um, it is just a nice way to have some sort of competitiveness, but with yourself. Um, there's, you know, there's, you can never compete against someone who's way faster than you, but you can compete against yourself a little bit, can't you? Yeah, so, you can. Yeah. yeah. So we're taking quite different approaches to our training at the moment, aren't we? But it seems to be working for us, I think, on the whole. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of being a bit less sort of targeted or miles led, um, and more sort of trying to keep active but safely with my my poor decrepit body <laughs> and and you're but you're all you're taking a more kind of targets and miles approach and that's really motivating you so it's good that we've both got our our different approaches yeah. isn't it yeah i managed a a, a sub 50 10k first time in over two years that's great um oh, that was this week um but also the other thing that i've been doing is um for the last two weeks, I've been swimming. So, yes, um, which is nice. Once in Bramcott Leisure Centre, which I've, I've done a mediocre leisure centre review uh, yes. for in the past, uh, and then at, at Trinity, which I think you've probably done a mediocre leisure centre review for. I don't think we for. have done a mediocre leisure centre Oh, okay, well, there's a gap in the market if I ever saw Trinity. one. Um, so it's been quite an interesting experience going and seeing all of the different ways in which they... The COVID measures. They, they deal with all of that. So mm. I'm getting used to sort of turning up in my swimming shorts and, and just sort of pretty much going straight into the pool. Um, and then doing the most of my drying on the side of the pool and then finding some little nook where I can um, put my, my ordinary shorts back on and get back straight back in the car. So real sort of minimal time spent not in the water yeah. at the you know at the venue yeah um and i've i felt pretty okay about it i know not everybody does but um yes yeah. well you're sort of disinfecting yourself once you're in the pool aren't you yeah um and apparently according to uh the trinity manager jamie 
um, even around the pool, the the airborne. It sounds awful to say airborne chlorine because that sounds like something that you mm, would do to tasty to <laughs> to not do good things to people. Um, but um, apparently, that even makes wearing a mask not really necessary inside. Yeah. So it's all about the concentration, I suppose, isn't it? I guess it is. Did um, you know? Mm, sorry to interrupt no, you. Um, go on. Did you know um, that? When you can you can smell farts. What's the what's the um, noxious gas in farts? Oh, I've no idea. It's just gone totally out of my mind. Methane. Right. Methane. So. I would have guessed methane, but because you were making it sound like something that I'd never have thought of, I, yeah, I got unconfident. But go on. So you can you can smell methane in farts because it's a low concentration. When the concentration of methane rises, you can no longer smell it. So if you're trapped in a room and farting continuously, mm. if you stop smelling the smell of your own farts, it's time to get some fresh air. We didn't raise the uh, brown triangle before this discussion, did we? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Consider it raised. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to work out how that relates to the swimming pool stuff. So it, it relates because you were talking about like airborne gases and, right. and it suddenly came into my mind and I said it because I'd got no okay. sort of like... No filter. No social filter or awareness really, but okay. there we go. That's lockdown, kids. Yeah, I was, I was just... When when we were talking about swimming pools, my brain was going down the route of of the swim coaching sessions that the Harriers have started back doing. And um, as coaches, we're not wearing masks. I mean, it's difficult enough having swimmers hear what you're saying when they're in the water and you're on the side and there's people splashing and and all of those things. Um, but we were told by the by Jamie that we didn't need masks. Um, and as as Nightjar pointed out to me, the swimmers are disinfecting themselves every time they've spoken to you. They're heading off to disinfect. So, mm. um, but it's it's a strange sort of almost too normal activity, yeah. In a way that that feels it feels strange and slightly anxious to be doing it. Um, I'm glad to be back coaching from lots of points of view. But there's this just one bit of me going, oh, this feels a bit strange. I'm in a room with lots of people that I don't live with. So the Bramcut, um, I didn't read their policies in any detail, but they have a, they've taken a different route. Um, so instead of having six lanes, like the normal amount that Trinity have, yeah. um, they've cut it down to three lanes. So they've taken out every other yeah. rope. And so therefore... When you're swimming, there's lots of room to sort of pass and lots of room to spread out when you are yeah. sort of waiting at either end to get your breath back or whatever. Um, yeah. So it felt different. It was a bit weird trying to do length because you also had the, the the width to contend with as well in that you had to get across to the other side of that lane in order to go up the other end. Mm-hmm. So um, it just was a, a bit... Yeah. Just added a bit of extra sort of thing to think yeah. about. But um, yeah, and to go back to the original stuff, I'm glad that I did it. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. So I've done a, an hour each time, tried to make the most of the whole hour. And uh, it's When going you okay. did Trinity, it was six lanes, wasn't it? When yeah. you did it as a like a non-coach session, it was yeah. six lanes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trinity have taken that approach. I don't know what their maximum number is in each lane on a public swim booked session. Um, but they gave us the maximum of 
I think eight we could have had, mm. or maybe it was six. But we decided to go with 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 six because we felt that was enough. Yeah. To try and coach that many swimmers. Yeah. In that I th- space. I think that Bramcut is twenty eight. Judging by the booking system, they released a new. Uh, days every yeah. seven days in advance and when the new days come in they, they've got 28 spaces on them so i don't know how that quite works out splits into three lanes because it's like nine and a third people per lane um but most of the as the sessions get closer you can see how many people are booking up and there's nowhere near 28 there's still sessions available yeah. on the day sort of thing mm. so um yeah both times i felt pretty safe really and so long way that continue that's good um but my long run on sunday uh so yesterday mm. i was hoping for 10 um but i actually cut it short because i just felt from about seven miles on totally and utterly jelly legged um mm. so i hadn't had a good weekend in terms of getting the right fuel in because my stomach had been playing up so i wasn't perhaps eating as much as i would or as at the same frequency um so yeah, I just yeah. had a, a bit of a rubbish run. So I'm hoping this week that I can just put that behind me and that my next run will feel like a good one. Yeah. I mean, I know you want to keep your 20-mile weeks going, but it is good to have a bit of a cutback week anyway, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I'd do to cut back would be to drop the the effort in the in the tempo because that really is quite a mm. quite a big thing. So I'm, I'm at the moment I'm doing 10K of effort um, within a a seven and a half mile run um so that's just under 50 minutes of of effort so if i cut that out that would take a lot out of my mm. my week so perhaps i should have a week like that where i i can still do the miles if i want to yeah um but just not at the the same intensity and that would certainly help i mean i would also want you to drop your miles but yeah, I know that we come at this from different angles, um, but every four to five weeks, it's good to have a yeah. cutback week, really, yeah. isn't it? Well, I've done so. I've done ten weeks at twenty plus miles each week, mm. um, and I've I've done nine tempos in that. So I am probably do another non-tempo week if I'm following a pattern. So yeah, um, yeah, perhaps I'll do that this week. But anyway, we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast because. Yeah. We're cracking on, aren't we? We are. Okay. So um, I've got a bunch of site features to talk about. Go on um, then. So I'll do that now, I'll shall I? I'll chip in when I can. Yeah, okay. <coughs> so just to run through them, and I think there's about 10 things here. So there are uh, 20 more badges for running mileage. So a lot of people were commenting that there were massive gaps between about 13,000 miles and... 23,000 miles um, and there are lots of people in that particular sort of area so I've added um, 10,000, 11,000, 12,000 all the way up to 30,000 so that's 20 or 21 new badges um, so lots of people have been happy about picking those up um, I'm due one in another 110 miles I think so uh, and a timing belt change at the same time um, I've added some extra stats for the multi-match in Who Squares Wins. It looks like Mini Mag is going to be a, a new winner of the multi-match um, at midday today, um, despite being pushed as hard as she could by Doc Moy. Um, and so if you put your mouse over the squares in the multi-match grid, 
um, you can see how many points each player has scored in that particular square. Um, so I've tested it out with two players in the final, um, but as of midday today, we're going to have 128 players again. So it'll be interesting to see whether the whole thing will just collapse slowly like a flan in the cupboard. Um, open water swimming locations. You can now edit those uh, existing locations. It does show up as last edited by your name here. Um, but if you've found a location that doesn't have the right information or no information with it, you can go in and add it. Or if something has changed because of COVID or something, you can go in and add a few extra notes to that. Um, right. Um, if you are someone who's forgotten your password, there's an easier way to reset your password now. I had sort of regular complaints that people found the password reset system to be too complicated. So I've tried to make it a little bit more uh, consistent with the ways that uh, other major sites do it. So like uh, it's the thing where you get an email and it has a number in it and you type that number in on the site. So it's yeah. just something that people should hopefully be used to. Um, I've created immutable polls. I don't know what that is. No. Okay. So um, if you uh, want to create a poll and you don't want people to change their mind once they've cast their vote, you can tick a box to say this is an immutable poll and it means that no one can change right. their decision. So I think that people were just gently tooling with the deathmatch polls by constantly readjusting their vote to make it sort of so that it was would be a tie which would cause a headache for the death match administrator greg p um but now you can do immutable ones so that's no longer a problem um in who squares wins when you move your grid like if you're going on holiday or off to your uh chateau in the countryside or whatever mm. um, and you want to move your grid um you can give that grid a name you can call it chateau grid or whatever and then when you come back to your normal you take back to your townhouse um you can say switch back to my townhouse grid please jeeves mm. and it will instead of you having to sort of fine tune around to click it right you can just go back to where you always have it um so you can have as many grids as you want um and switch between them a lot easier very good yeah um that's me chipping in yeah, good. I notice. Yeah, and you're currently sewing, um, crocheting the back of a cushion that you're making for me. So I, uh, that's me chipping into what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, in run the sum, just want to say a big shout out to the forty-seven fetchies who are still battering away um, to try and get the full marks to get the badge um, at the end of this month. Um, so well done to all of those people. And thank you to Elsie too for suggesting the idea of a high score in Run the Sum um, because the vast majority of people who signed up for it will not be able to get through the whole month, but you can still get your best ever effort. And uh, I think it was uh, the week before last, but we missed out last week's podcast. So I've now sent out all of the Avoid Everyone uh, face masks. They went out on approximately the 10th or 11th of September, whatever the, the Friday was at the end of that week. I sent them out second class. I know lots of people have received them. Um, I've had one message from someone who says they haven't received them yet. Um, when I sent out the Avoid Everyone shirts, there were about 400 of those. 
And I think the, the last one to arrive didn't arrive for 31 days, which is a bit of a record. Um, so fingers crossed that most of the masks have arrived. If you haven't had yours yet, do please get in touch with me so I can sort of stay up to date with how you're getting on with those and um, we'll get a replacement out to you if there are, if it doesn't turn up. Um, so just stay in touch and, and we'll sort it out. But hopefully it will drop onto your Mac today if it hasn't already done so. Um, and that's me. That's that's my sort of lengthy contribution. I mean, the only well other done. thing I've been doing is just a little bit of forum management. <laughs> well, strangely enough, I was going to highlight... Um, as well as a blog that I've got, I have written down here on my list the COVID support thread. Yeah. Um, which I think has taken up a bit of your time recently. Um, and I wasn't going to go into that too much, but what I was going to say was um, it's a really lovely place to go to air your uh, your needs of support for your what you're going through in terms of the, the whole COVID situation in terms of how you're feeling about your family your work your your education your whatever your training um mm. and there is a lot of support on there and I'd encourage people to go and air their frustrations uh, and get support and look after each other um yeah it's, so what what I did over the weekend was mm. create a separate yeah. um, thread for people who would like to talk about like you know the the government are doing something or the economy's going down the tubes or yeah. all of those sort of issues that affect us all but they are they're not personal they're not as personal such. stuff well, so personal it's though. it's not about getting support as such it's about sort of discussing the wrongs and the rights of it whether yeah. you think it's all a global hoax or um, whether the earth is flat, all of those things, you can put those in the coronavirus discussion thread. Yeah. Coronavirus support thread. For support. For support. Nice things. Yeah. Look after each other. I think the thing I just wanted to to highlight is it doesn't have to be you going on there being all nicey-nice about it. Yeah. What I'm saying is is you can go on there and air your frustrations about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And... And, and look for support and help. And there is lots of that available on there. Lots of people willing to do that. And Doc Moy is doing an absolutely amazing job of um, looking after that thread as admin. So big thanks to her. Yeah. Um, whilst also going through all of those things I've mentioned, kids' education and and jobs and all, all of those things are going on with her as well. So everyone just remember we're all having our own struggles with this. Yeah. Um, so there, that was one thing. And the other thing I wanted to do, and I'm really sorry because I have been absolutely rubbish at updating the little sidebar, if you're on your desktop, desktop, um, and the bit underneath, if you're on your mobile, mobile. um, I'm really sorry. I have been rubbish, but I would like to highlight Silver Shadow's blog, um, on open water swimming, that was a really good kind of follow-up to the open water chat that we did last week with Lindsay and the Scribbler. And um, it just highlighted a few other issues. And the other thing it highlights to me is that there's just so much to talk about when it comes to open water swimming. So I'd really recommend Silver Shadow's blog and I'll put a link to that specific blog in the sidebar slash underneath bit. Um, and um, yeah, it's just really lovely. and. We're, we're starting, as I mentioned earlier, we're starting to move more into our sort of autumn autumn swimming now. Although you would have 
been completely forgiven for thinking that Great Barford yesterday was in the sort of heights of summer, July um, kind of time of year because it was absolutely rammed. Um, we went for a swim. Parking was very, very difficult. And um, there were a lot of people picnicking by the side of the river. But once we got in and got through the bridge arches, it was very peaceful and lovely and um, just beautiful temperature. So we're, we're moving into that sort of time of year now and starting to get our shivers and our hot drinks ready and our layers and all of those things. So um, have a look at Silver Shadows blog because that's really cool. And if you want us to do another one of those, I think we will do another one of those actually, whether you want it or not. Cool. Well, you, you there you go. You, you've set that up. You sort that out. Okay. Lovely. Yes, boss. Um, I want to highlight um, a thread, um, but it's also a forthcoming sort of competition thing that we hold every year for. Oh, I think this is our third year of doing it. It's the Doctor K annual celebration brackets park close brackets run. Um, Don't you have to have a Open brackets, not close brackets. Anyway, like you don't have open to do it in brackets. a park and you don't have to do it at park run this year because there are no park runs on the relevant date. So October the 17th, that's the date for your diaries. Um, the, uh, just to rewind a bit. So, uh, Dr. K, um, was a lovely fetchy who we sadly lost a few years ago to cancer. And um, he was a big fan of Parkrun. So uh, every year since then, Jupsy has um, sponsored a trophy for um, a little competition that we have. So the idea is that you predict your time for a Parkrun um, and you run it without looking at your watch at all. So put a bit of tape over it, put it under your sleeve, put it the wrong way around, put it in your back pocket a buff over it yeah don't give it to a friend because that won't work <laughs> um anyway so without looking it's it's a sort of a no look guess your time thing so um there is a race listing it's called the dr k annual celebration run and so add that to your portfolio predict a time and because there are no park runs this year on the 17th of october you um with your gps go out and run at least 5k. Um, it's probably best if you do 5.1k or 3.2 miles, just enough that it's slightly more than, um, rather than slightly less. And the fetch benchmarks will pick up your fastest 5k from that time. And you have to put in your prediction that guesses what your time is going to be. Have I said enough that explains what yeah. people need to do there? Absolutely, or, or I've what? got because, it. Right, I've okay. got it and I'm crocheting and listening to you so I know what's been said. Yeah, so add the listing, predict your time, yeah. go out and try and run it without yeah. looking. Don't look, yeah. report back. Yeah, um, we'd love to hear blogs about your efforts and even audio contributions for the podcast if you're oh, feeling yes, that please. kind of thing. Um, and the person who is closest to their prediction wins, um, in theory, a lovely trophy. So... Um, Obviously, everything's... A virtual trophy, perhaps. I think it was Lip Gloss who got a virtual trophy last year because <laughs> we didn't quite get around to getting it to her, but um, she's more than happy about that, I think. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll try and make sure we get something out to someone okay. um, this time round. Okay. Um, and yeah, so in, in memory of Dr. K and all the other 
fetchies that we've lost over the years. Um, this is our, our annual sort of run. So please join in with that. There are 22 people signed up to it already. Um, so get your name down. Um, there are unlimited number of entrants possible. Um, and yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. So what have we got next? Well, we have got our featured fetchies, haven't we? Yes. And it's me and you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so sorry, fetchies. Um, but we're the only people that did a contribution. So it's us again. And it's us reporting from the Lake District. I don't know if you know this, but recently I did a swim <laughs> <laughs> in Coniston. You know, it might have passed you by. Um, anyway, and Heligant also did the same swim as me, but in Skins and Nightjar did the 5.25 version. And this is Ian and I just reporting in from before and after the event. Hello, Fetchies. Hello. We are at our table in the, the Wilson Arms. The Wilson Arms in Torva. Wilson something. I thought it was the Wilson Arms. Yeah, probably. It's okay. probably Arms. In Torva, and um, we are sneakily recording a podcast. Yeah, thing. we like to get ahead of ourselves. We so. do. Uh, it's the night before Coniston Chill Swim. Three miles for me and for Heligant and 5.25 miles for Nightjar. And we're all in the same restaurant, but at separate tables due to, you know. The thing. The thing. Yeah. Mavis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I'm on my second gin and tonic. No, no. Gin and ginger. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not taking the whole thing particularly seriously, despite the fact that the Met Office is predicting... I tell you what, your face. <laughs> All, like, for the, for the last 24 hours, you've been going, oh, the weather forecast's not looking very good, is it? But no, I'm not going to look at it anymore. I'm not going to look at it anymore. And, and then in the car, on the way back from registration, you came back with your pack and your hoodie and your reach up. And you said, perhaps I should take a look at the weather forecast for tomorrow. Yes. Uh, and I've been holding back on telling you what I discovered when I looked at the Met Office. Um, and the Met Office says that the, the peak temperature tomorrow is going to be 7 degrees. Which is ridiculous. For, like, for... three weeks ago it was 30 yeah. And now seven, and feels like zero. Apparently, this no. is what the Met Office is saying. No, but it's okay. Your face, though. Fetchies, though, it's okay because I've looked at the BBC, and we all know that the BBC. Yeah, they're the M and S of yeah. weather forecast. And um, <laughs> it's actually more like twelve degrees. Feels yeah. like. Yeah. Probably thirteen. Let's be fair. And only a gentle breeze from the west northwest. Or yeah. to the west northwest. Which way is it? From the west northwest. Northwest north. <laughs> <laughs> From left to right. So a bit of a right. bit of an in swinging run. Whoa, fly. Swim. Don't knock your. No, no, I'm being very careful. Not um, to do that. So we could have a bit of chop from the left of us. Yeah, jokers to the right. And um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, so your gin is very top-heavy, that's how the, the barman described it. I'm working on it, and yeah. it will not be top-heavy for much longer, but that's all I'm drinking, and then I'm on tap water, uh, fish pie, maybe pudding, bed. Yeah. 
that's my plan. Cool. Okay, so do you think you're going to do another one of these in the morning when you're all sort of like... Of course I will. ...cacking your knickers, that kind of... <laughs> don't, I'm a lady, you know. I don't do cacking. Okay. Someone, one of my staff deals. <laughs> Yeah. Have, the, have the people come in and sort the cack out. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't really have staff. No. But, you know, apart from Mavis, <laughs> there's Mavis. Oh. Yeah. We'll perhaps never use this, yeah. but anyway. anyway. people are listening to this. <laughs> Maybe. And judging us. Possibly, or falling asleep. <laughs> anyway, look. Yeah. Um, that's enough, I think. I'll perhaps talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, cool. Okay. Bye. Bye. Zip, 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 zip. So it's five to eight. Nom, nom, nom. Katie's finishing her toast, so I'll speak for this bit. You chew away. One last mouthful. Yeah. Oh. So it's five to eight mm-hmm. on race day. Well, not race day, event day. Let's event call it day. that. Because you're not it's planning not on race. racing anyone, are you? No. And it's not a race. It's an experience. Yeah. Um, so what sort of a night did you have? I was a bit hot for a while. Um mm. And then um, I eventually managed to settle down and get some some good sleep, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I was looking at the walls in this place, and, and they're about two foot thick. Is it raining again? No, that's that's just uh, steam from the lake where it's so warm. It's bloody raining again. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's pouring. Yeah, I think there's showers on and off, aren't there? Okay, but... I don't know. I'm trying not to look at the weather anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so so you had a reasonable night. Had a reasonable night. I'm trying not to worry about silly things like we won't be able to park at the event car park and yeah, the specially designated space. Yeah, um, and um, I'm a bit kind of preoccupied, I suppose, with how I'm going to get on with the cold of it, mm-hmm. and I'm a bit preoccupied with my achy shoulder but it's always a bit achy so I've done two and a half mile swims with a shoulder that was a bit achy beforehand and it coped absolutely fine so just yeah. got to keep reminding myself of that really yeah and if need be I can sort of carry you about for the rest of the day so if your shoulder's not working <laughs> I don't need my shoulder to walk <clears throat> I know but I'd quite like it okay you know Fair enough. No, I'm I'm very, very nervous is the way that I would characterise my feelings at the moment. Butterflies yeah. and but I have got my toast in and um that was my first breakfast and my second breakfast is my porridge and I've put my eye drops in and yeah. How far suggests getting your butterflies to all fly in unison? That's true, I should do that. Get them doing little tiny sculling motions as well. Yes. Yeah, to yeah. help me on my way. Yeah, but um, Nightjar's just about to set off from his B&B off down to the finish area where he will get a bus to the start area, even though our B&B is off... Well, our cottage and, and Nightjar and Silver Shadow's B&B are about halfway between the start and the finish, aren't we, I'd say? Yeah, yeah, although the, the start and finish are on the east side of the lake, so if they came and picked Noel up, Sorry, if they came and picked Nightjar up on the mm. way, they'd probably have a longer journey. Well, it was so. more that I was thinking that we, you know, if if you're doing the full thing, um, Nightjar could just nip down to the start on his on his on his own. But I think 
it's mm. all quite strict and COVID secure and buses only and yeah. all of that, which is fair enough. And we don't want to make the organisers have more anxieties, yeah. really. They probably have good reason for it, don't they? I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. So mine and Elegance bus at 11.30. Yeah. And we start swimming at 12. And we're starting from a place called Bailiff's Wood. Yeah. Cool. So anything else to add in this little segment? Or oh. should we rock forward until those giddy moments before I'm about to say goodbye to you on the bus? Yeah, let's let's go till then. And if I haven't got anything to say, then you'll have to say it all. All right. <laughs> I'll describe the look on your face as they, as they wheel you away. <laughs> mm. Okay, right. Well, we're going now. Let's talk to you soon. Zip, 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 zip. Hello. We're in the car now and it's uh, 11 o'clock, five past. Mm-hmm. And Katie's getting a bit twitchy about getting out and making <laughs> sure she's twitchy. standing in the appropriate place to follow all guidelines, rules and regulations yes. as stated in the race pack. Mm-hmm. Um, event pack, event pack. Um, it's raining again. It just started raining again, so you're not allowed out of the car till it stops because I bet you a point that it wouldn't be raining when I dropped you off. Mm. Um, anyway, it's enough from me. How are you doing? Um, nervous. Yeah. Very nervous. That's um, gone down from very, very nervous earlier. <laughs> um, I've got, yeah, I've got super nerves. Super nerves? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I'm, I'm getting, in a weird way, I am getting calmer the closer we get to just getting on the bus and getting to the start. Yeah. Um, and it's becoming more of an in- inevitable thing. Whereas there were so many uncertainties when I woke up this morning, like, yeah. will we be able to park there? Will we be able to do this? Will we be able to do that? Will I eat my porridge? I've done all that. And, um, yeah, it's yeah. sort of time to get on with it, really, isn't it? Well, I think you said um, when we did our <laughs> when we did our first recording mm. um, that, like, now that we'd arrived, we'd done the journey... Yes. That was, like, before you'd done the journey, there were lots of things that could go wrong. We might not get there. Like, something mm. might happen. You might break a leg. Um, and you felt better that that bit of uncertainty had gone. And now a whole load of un- bits of uncertainty had been paired away. Yeah. So you just left with yeah, still more uncertainty ahead. But yes. you are surfing uncertainty at this precise moment. Yes. And you will surf it all the way along that lake. I know you will. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do though right now? I'm going to leg it. No, I'm going to stick my sticker onto my toe float because I've just thought if it's raining outside, it's going to be hard to dry this. And I better stick it on when the toe float is dry. Okay, yeah, good point. Do you need to inflate it? I do need to inflate it, but I think I'm just going to. Alright, we'll stop the recording. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, everybody, I just got <laughs> distracted by needing to no, do things. No, it's alright. It's okay. Bye. So last time you joined us, Katie was eating her pre-Coniston three-mile swim toast and now she's eating her post-Coniston three-mile swim toast Mm. and just gently juddering. Gentle bit of juddering. Yeah, the shivers are gradually leaving me. They're not as violent as they were 20 minutes ago, are they? I think the quote... When like you came out of the water, mm. you was you smiled at me when you saw me. Yeah. Like maybe like ah there is my warm things and my husband, yeah. um and then like within two minutes later once you'd collected all of your things, you said 
That was <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done. The hardest thing. I don't know what to think. Something like that. <laughs> Do you want to go to the car to get your stuff on? I don't know. Do you want to go to the, the tent and get your things on? I, I, uh, I don't know. So I just had to lead you back to the car. and Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard when you're that cold. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know which thing to do first. And you, you know that you need to get warmer. Yeah. And that's the really important thing. But you don't know how to achieve it. And I was so cold. I'd been cold for a, over an hour. Yeah. I, I got to what I thought was going to be my coldest point after I'd been swimming for an hour. Yeah. And then I got gradually colder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how Heligant did that in skins. That is pure nails um, and all of the skin swimmers and the ones that did it from five and a quarter miles as well. Wow, yeah. I don't know. Um, but um, we got to the car and I just knew that I had to get my wet things off and then I just needed to be in somewhere sheltered and that's yeah. what I did really, wasn't so it? A well-practiced routine, really. And yeah. Just do all the things you got to do. Wet things off, dry robe on, towel round me, into the car. Ian had bought me a hot water bottle and hot chocolate. Fire up the quattro and get yeah, you home. exactly. <laughs> and now here I am, attempting to get toast in me. Yeah, you did all right. Doing all right. Yep, yeah, yeah. So I am. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've just violently <laughs> shaken them off the plate and you haven't realised. Um, and I've given myself a three o'clock... Um, bath time because i reckon if i've been out of the water three quarters of an hour then that's far too long you've got to get back okay. in some water <laughs> no, i just mean that it's safe to warm up from the outside yeah you don't want to do it too i feel like quickly, i've warmed up from the inside quite a bit i've had two hot drinks and some hot food now and i'll have another cup of tea and then get in the bath yeah so um i know like at the moment you're just thinking about how horrific it was but do you have any 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 good feelings about the experience yet, or do you imagine they'll come later after a few shandies? No, I I do think there are some good things. I think um, the first bit of it um, was really challenging, but it was also really beautiful and clear. The water was very clear until it got deep, um, and uh, there were definitely points in that first mile when I was swimming and thinking, I'm really lucky to be able to do this and look at the surroundings and. Um, this is really incredible. Um, we started to have quite a few quite heavy showers and quite squally kind of moments and then it was very choppy um, and that was quite hard going. Um, yeah. The weirdest thing for me was um, coming towards the finish there was the last yellow triangle which I had thought would be at five miles and then there'd be a quarter of a mile to go. Hmm. But the last, last yellow triangle was literally at the finish, wasn't it? I didn't really see the inflatable, well, so I was looking at for you. So the, I saw the last yellow thing, the last yellow triangle, and I thought, okay, good, that's like quarter of a mile, that's like swimming down one side of the lake at Box End. Oh, that's really doable. I'm really knackered, but I can do that. Push on, push on, another ten minutes. And then within a minute... There was the blue arch, and I was in shallow water. The and blue I was arch like, of destiny. Did you enjoy beaching yourself? <laughs> I couldn't beach myself. I tried. I just, run a beach myself. I swam and swam, and then there was a man wearing a really—I don't know if I hallucinated this—bizarre costume, 
and but standing in the water with a microphone um the announcer had like a bowler hat on i think with like light up bits. did he have like did he have like um almost like a circus master maybe a sort of bit, bit waistcoaty bit sort of uh yeah perhaps <laughs> and he was like he was saying to about the man behind me oh he doesn't want to get out of the water and i felt like saying to him you try standing up after all that time <laughs> swimming um and i didn't say that and then yeah, he and just then... held his head under the water until he stopped <laughs> so it was a bit of a shock i mean it was a hugely wonderful shock to finish so suddenly after the yellow triangle yeah um, a beautiful shock a beautiful shock um, and I picked up my wooden coaster which says three miles on it yeah um, I didn't get a hot drink because the last hot drink on the table the man said no no you can't have that there's a skin swimmer behind you she needs it and I thought well that's absolutely fair enough yeah and then she but came and my... took it and he did a thumbs up at me and then walked away and there were no other hot drinks so I just went okay I'll just not have I get one nothing then, then. um <laughs> So then I oh, wandered you got off. One. You got one soon after. <laughs> I wandered off to um, find my my clogs, mm-hmm. and you, and that was that. That was the end of that. Cool. Anyway, I'm waffling really. But That's that, all right. It's yeah, okay. There's definitely positives. Yeah, you, it means you can sleep through Monday now with uh, not having to worry about recording another podcast because we'll just put this out, won't we? No, because we've already. Yeah, I mean on. next Monday you can sleep for a week. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely going to be things to reflect on and think about as positives. Yeah. Um, but the first thing I was thinking was that was the hardest thing I've ever done. And it was mm. the hardest thing I've ever done. I, yeah. I don't think that you can really compare a marathon and a three mile swim. They're just like so totally different. But um, mm. the elements, the coldness. Yeah. Yeah. It was challenging. Very challenging. Cool. Well done. Well, I ran along the east side of the lake and and turned around and came back in so I was watching all the swimmers hats and all the boats and things wandering around looking after them Um, and there were lots of bikers and a small handful of runners all sort of doing similar sort of things to me yeah Um, and one set of bikers said uh, so what's this all about then and I explained it's a five mile and a three mile swim and uh yeah, they're doing it for fun, just like you are. And one of them said, wow. And he was all in Lycra and, mm. you know, on a, a speedy looking road bike. And he said, wow, that's a whole nother level of fitness, that is. So so take that. Well, the next yeah. time. well it's true, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So well done. Right. So let's sign out now because it's nearly our bath time, Mrs. It is one minute to go. Yeah counting it down all right and we might see you later bye Bye. well thank you ian and katie for that lovely contribution um so yeah you're you're i'm gonna ask you the same question i asked you shortly after which is Uh have you got any any fond memories that have have built up now or are you still thinking that it was uh, pure hell i don't think at any point did i really think that it was pure hell Mm. um I I did feel like it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. Yeah. Right. As soon as I got out of the water, I felt like that and I felt very emotional. Um, But I don't think there was ever a point when I thought the entire thing was awful because it wasn't. Um, The the bus ride to the start was was interesting, actually. And and, um, I was sitting next to a guy and we were looking out at the lake and watching the chop come across from from left to right and he just turned to me and he said 
I can only breathe to the left. (laughs) And I just thought, well, now isn't the time for me to give him a coaching lecture on why it's good to be able to breathe to both sides. So I said, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, and you never heard from him again. again. I should have got his name so I could have checked in on him, but I'm sure he was fine, actually, because it's amazing how you learn to adapt um, in those situations. Um, And I have to say, the the lake is completely beautiful. And the the following day, um, we walked down to Coniston from our cottage along a lovely footpath. Uh, with Nightjar and Silver Shadow, and uh, they hadn't had enough of swimming, so they went in for a dip, and we just kind of wandered about, didn't we? Mm. And I was—I just couldn't stop taking pictures of the lake. It was like a mill pond the day after the event, yeah. And it was completely beautiful, and the surrounding um, hills and just yeah. the sky and the clouds and everything and it's just a completely beautiful place and I think it's really the changing conditions that you get there are something you just don't experience in a flat place like Bedfordshire so yeah I think there's a I think probably one of the main things I'd say about it is I learned a lot I learned a huge amount swimming in that lake on that day yeah about that's a good takeaway. About myself and about conditions and about how much cold I can endure and and all of those things. So, yeah, definitely not the whole thing being hellish. Yeah. So, but Absolutely. I but I think you have to be the one to support me and mop me up, and I think that can be quite a that can be quite a tough experience as well because you have someone who's saying quite negative things and feeling quite horrible, and you have to be the one that kind of picks them up after that and I'm sure for anyone who's crewed for anyone on an ultra or been at the end of a marathon for someone and certainly we've had enough chats at fetch point with people who've been struggling where we've had to kind of not ignore the negativity but almost go yeah look you're feeling this bad but you can do it you can do it and you can do it again if you want to and you can do more have you shared any of the pictures of you, like the moment you clambered out of the water, the ones that the event organisers posted? I've put them on Facebook. I'm not sure if I've put them on Fetch. Yeah. I could do that. Because that, that was what I saw when you first came out, was like you were, yeah. you were grinning um, and then everything else washed over you. I think um, it's it's really hard to... I think I have explained it well enough, but I, I can't tell you the um, amazing relief it was to mm. to realize I'd finished when I thought I still had a quarter of a mile to go and a quarter yeah. of a mile does not sound very far when you've when you've already swum 2.75 you think well a quarter of a mile that's nothing but I was I was so tired and cold at that point that although I was saying to myself you will do it you can do it you are going to finish this you are going to do that quarter of a mile the relief when I didn't have to do it <laughs> yeah. was absolutely enormous so that was what those photos captured was this just amazing relief that I was done because I'd completely missed the five mile marker entirely mm. it was there apparently according to Night and Halligan yeah I just didn't see it so prescription goggles have gone on my list in fact I'm going to get those done cool today it's going on my list for today so yeah sorry waffling on again about Coniston did you know I'd done that swim yeah I, I, Were I'm you there? aware of it vaguely okay. yeah something about that um, so what's uh, what's your next week holding, or this week, I should say? What's, what well, are you doing? Well, 
I'm going to carry on with my attitude of it's more about the journey than the destination and enjoy getting out and about for bugs. Mm -hmm. um, I, I also, I didn't mention this earlier, but I managed to injure one of my hip flexor muscles sitting in an awkward position last week. Um, thank you, perimenopause. Um, and I... So I'm just being really careful again uh, with the running, not doing too much of that. Might try some run walking this week, but I'm going to get out, find some bugs, take the dog, hope he doesn't do what he did yesterday. Mm. Um, he had to have a good face wash fetchies after I got back with him yesterday um, from a cold hose. Uh, in the gentlest and kindest of ways, um, but with some also gentle swearing. Um, so I'm going to try and do that. Um, I'm going to get to the river this week at some point, somewhere. We haven't nailed that down yet, but we're going to do that. Um, there's a fetchy-ish gathering or a gathering-ish of fetchies tomorrow at Box End, uh, which I may well bo uh, book and go to. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I was just going to mention is that our lake, this is a very joyful moment for us. Our lake is extending its open water swimming season through October. So they are trialling uh, Saturday and Sunday morning swims through mm -hmm. October to see what kind of turnout they get and, and, and how it goes. So I've just booked my first October um, lake swim as well. Lovely. Um, that's okay. next next Sunday. Yeah. Well, you 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 know you can survive the cold now, so hopefully. sorry a week on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, well, I'm I'm hoping that actually by doing getting a more consistent winter season of swimming this year, that that will get my cold bearing abilities up a bit because I I feel as if that was something I really suffered with too much mm. at Coniston. So. Um, and that's it for me, really. So get to the river, get to the lake, get to the swimming pool to actually swim and do a bit of bug hunting. How about you? Excellent. Well, um, three runs and one swim. I'm going to aim for 20 miles, but I am going to drop that tempo. So I've decided on that. Um, yeah. Okay, good. And yeah, I'm getting my car MOT this well, so I'll probably have to do some running whilst that is happening. Very good. Yeah. And what about the beard? The beard is to be feared. It is uh, spiky and intimidating and, yeah. Continuing. What do you think about it anyway? I like it. I think it suits you. It is spiky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't suit me because it's spiky. No, no. 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 Okay. I don't awesome. have anything else written down apart from my list okay. for today. No, that's fine. That's, this is where we normally do the outro. So I will. what I would normally say is don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, everybody. Uh, and I'd also say something along the lines of please send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Um, just grab your smartphone or whatever, uh, record a couple of minutes about whatever it is you want to talk about and send it in to us. Um, and we'll feature it on a forthcoming podcast. Um, and I probably would say something like, have a great week and we'll see you next time. Can I just, sorry, because yeah, we've just yeah, done yeah. that. Um, just to mention that next Monday, we're hopefully taking a trip to see my dad. So 
uh, that'll be an all day thing. So it's unlikely we will get a podcast out. But the good thing with that is it gives you an extra week to give us some some contributions. Mm-hmm. So get contributing, please, Fetchies, and it'll be a bit more of an interesting podcast that way. Yeah, awesome. All right, thanks. Have a good week. Thank you. Bye. Cheerio.